Okay, uh, good afternoon everyone, good evening. We continue in the Igaris Hagra, and as usual I just want to remind everyone, get everyone in, used to uh, being able to know all the various venues. You could catch the Shear on Torani Time or on podcast. We're continuing in the Igaris Hagra, and the Igra was telling us about the importance of being careful with every word that a person is, has to give an accounting for every word that they said. Not even a small word is lost. And therefore the Gura warned that one should train themselves as much as possible to sit on their own because uh, the most overarching of all Chatoim is the Chet of Lashon. Like Chazal say that Lashon Hara corresponds to all the various Averois and... Um, the Gras said, there's no need to be marech about the Aver, which is more chamor than all Averois. And even all of one's mitzvahs or taira cannot, so to speak, make up for improper use of words. One should acquire the following uh, profession in this world, make themselves like an elam, and uh, put their two lips together very tightly like a mill. And the whole punishment of kafakela is just for extraneous words. For each extra word, one is liable, or maybe one deserves, to be slingshot from one end of the world to the other. Now this is all by Dvaram Yaseiram, extra words. So uh, we began last time by speaking about the very interesting Chakira, that the brother of Reb Chaim was Choyker. Reb Chaim had a brother, Reb Zalman of Velazhen, and in the Sefer Toldoy Sodom, he brings a Chakira that his brother Reb Chaim had. Namely, when Reb Chaim was a young man, he had a Safek. When Chazal say, V'dibar Tabam, V'loi B'dvarim Achirim. By the way, that's the Gemara Yuma, Adaf Yates. And in a situation where a person is usher to speak, Divrei Torah, let's say on a base HaMerchatz, are you allowed to speak Sichas Chulen? Is there only an Isra to speak Dvar and where you can't speak, uh, where you, where you could speak Divrei Torah? Or is there some kind of independent, inherent reason not to speak Dvar and Maybe Dvar and are inherently prohibited. Now, based on what we said last time, that there's a Pasuk in Kaheles, that God is in heaven and you're on earth, and a recognition that the Rivanishalam is above us, is reason enough to be a very circumspect in uh, the words that we say. So that would seem to be a reason not to speak Tvarim Betelim uh, anywhere, even if it, it's not in a place where one would uh, be allowed to learn. In other words, you could clear the Chakira even in general. In other words, let's say a person needs to take a break. They need, they're not going to be learning anyway. So, so could we say, well, if they're not going to be learning anyway, so then they might as well uh, speak their heart out. Or even then, even though they're not going to be learning, there's an inherent value of being quiet. Now, interestingly, the Rambam said that there are four, five categories of speech. The Rambam classified that just stories, just empty conversation, stories about anything, are uh, the Rambam categorized as ma'os. The third category of speech, the Rambam says, Davrashu Mos, that's a Dvarim that have no Tayelas uh, for a person. Like most stories, 
Now, the, in the Sefer Todos Adam, he brings that Reb Chaim uh conclusion was that it's only usher to speak Dvarim Betelim in a situation where you could be learning. And they even bring a story that when Reb Chaim came to the base HaMercha, it's a place that it's usher to be Mahar Bedevei he would ask, what's doing? What's the latest? What's the news? What's the politics? And he himself would say over various wondrous accounts and stories. And people uh, were amazed. Where did, how does Reb Chaim know this? Where did he get this from? So it's somewhat uh, difficult because based on what we said, Dvarim Betelim, extra words, the, the Gras seems to be of the opinion that they are harmful and they are unworthy and the Rambam categorizes them as Davar Ma'as. Well, they, they do say stories of the Chafetz Chaim that when the Chafetz Chaim met people, he would speak. And uh, one time the Chafetz Chaim was overheard having a lengthy conversation about cows. And uh, the logic of that was, well, it's better than Lashon Hara. So, which may be that inherently um, speaking, even about something that's harmless, is harmful, but it's beneficial if it's going to protect someone from speaking Lashon Hara. You could say the same thing about the Beis HaMerchatz, maybe for people who aren't a very high madrega, and otherwise they couldn't help but learning. So for them, their conversation actually was beneficial to be able to be spared from speaking the Torah. Okay. Be it as it may, the uh, Gura continues. The Gura says, Everything we said uh, until now is talking about extra words. Prohibited words. To speak uh, negatively about another Jew, or mockery. Ushvuais and oaths, unedarim and vows, machloikois and fighting, uklalais and cursing, uvifrat bebeis and especially in shul, we know in Shulchanach and Simon Kufnon Aleph, he brings it's prohibited to have an idle conversation in shul. The Mishnah there says, even conversation that's needed for parnasa, that you're allowed to speak outside of a shul, one cannot speak in shul. Furthermore, the Gra continues, Uvishabis Vyamtif. And that's the, another theme that the Gra is going to speak about coming up soon. Speaking on Shabbos. Talking on Shabbos. Not Lashin Hara. Talking in general. We're going to see that the Gra brings you Shalmi. That you need a heter to say Shabbos Shalom to someone. You need a heter to wish someone good Shabbos. Otherwise, really, ideally, Speech was not meant for the seventh day of the week. Uve, the Lashon of the Gural is, Uve hitiru <laughs> With great difficulty, Chazal had to find a heter to wish someone hello on Shabbos. So certainly extremely, complete extraneous conversation is something to consider on Shabbos. For these infractions, there's serious... Uh, repercussions, one would uh, have to go to the very deep down. It's impossible to estimate the great travails that one perhaps would be culpable for, for one of these violations. 
Not even one conversation is lost that's not recorded. You have these winged creatures that are floating, constantly floating near a person. They have a digital recorder. It looks like this. And they're just recording what you're saying. And not only that, they have cameras also now. You're, you're on camera. You're being recorded. The Kaisen called Dibur Vadibur. Every word is written. Because the bird of heaven brings the sound. And the winged creature will relay the matter. Do not place to your mouth to bring sin to your flesh. Don't say to the angel, that it's uh, incidental. Why should God get angry? In other words, uh, everything mentioned until now is for extra words, but for prohibited words, that's something very serious. Um, and at the very least, what we could take out of uh, what the Gra is saying, the, the, the very uh, great accounting that is incumbent upon us, really for every word we say. In other words, if somebody has to spend money, they think twice. If somebody has to talk, they don't even think once. You know, talking sort of is natural. People like to follow the Gemara. Dibur is not a Misa. But the Gra in the... To the Grud, the, the uh, faculty of speech was a very expensive commodity. It's something that it, default should not be used. It's, so to speak, like a gun. You use it when you need to. You don't, you, if somebody owns a gun, they don't use it just because they have it. The same thing with speech. You don't use it just because you have it. It's a tool, it's a weapon. Just because you own a screwdriver, it doesn't mean you go around all day you know, like waving it at people. Okay, it's very nice you have a screwdriver. When you have a, something to screw in, then you use it. It's very nice you have a hammer, but you don't walk around all day banging. So just because someone has a faculty of speech, the Yvonne Shah made many safety uh, devices on the faculty of speech. The first being the teeth. The teeth is the first thing. So the first thing is by default, your teeth should be closed. And then the second thing is your lips should be closed. So, so you say, well, in that case, I'm not going to be speaking. That's right. It's like revolver. You're not using it unless you need to. And that's why the Gemara says the uh, tongue is the only limb which is horizontal, which means by default it is in a resting position. Now there are many things you have to use it for, for for limadat Torah, for chesed, for tefillah, and so forth. Sometimes you need to use it for parnasa. Sometimes you need it to... Part of the mitzvah of Recha Kamaicha is uh, you make somebody feel good, you give somebody uh, a comment. However, in general, the uh, the the default position of the mouth is uh, shasika. That's why the Ramam says Oilam Yarbe Adam Bishasika. Okay, Rabbi so we'll pick it up tomorrow. Of course everyone's invited tonight, nine fifteen, Mesachda Ivama Staf Chavtes. Wishing everyone a great evening. Call to...